beautiful. Oh, it's beautiful. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Idle Chat. I'm Jonathan Idle, a.k.a. Johnny Idle. Thank you so much for being here. This is our first week after our, what the fuck do we call it? Spooktacular, Spooktober, who knows, whatever it was. I don't know. I have two very special guests with us today. To, uh, both guys have already been on. I'm really glad to have you guys back and have you on together. Mr. Sonny Goodspeed and Marsha McNeil. What's happening, guys? Now, how's go, it going? You, What's going on? Oh, I interrupted you. No, you go first. I was going to say you go first. I, I apologize. I shouldn't. You're the vet. You should go first. Oh, stop it. I'm you're a veterinarian? I'm a vet. I am. I'm, I mean, I'm not, but I'll take a look. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We just ate far too much uh, oh. Mexican food, and now we have to sit here and try to have a conversation. So delicious, though, right? It was really, really good, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It was very, very good. So Sunny good. brought us beers, so things are... things I are. A, I had a burrito the size of my last boyfriend. It was pretty, it was pretty good. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> and away we go. Hey, hey. <laughs> we also got some beers here, too, if you couldn't yeah, tell. We absolutely do, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we really have absolutely no agenda here. We just figured we would just have a conversation and just have some fun. And I promise you guys, we do like each other. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> it's absolutely. not going to seem that way sometimes. You but know, You say that, right? And, and I was thinking about this actually on the ride down. <clears throat> John, you've been, you were in the wrestling business for how long? 23 years, I think. Roughly the same here, Marshall? About 15. So how many people do you think you've met in that? Oh, pfft. Hundreds, I mean, right? thousands? Absolutely. Got to be over a thousand, right? right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. The guys come and go in the locker room. Yeah. It's very rare that we actually, that you find somebody that you're actually friends with, right? Right, John, right. you and I have been friends for 23 years, yeah, essentially, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marshall, yep. same thing, 15 same. years, yep. right? It's. Yep. I, I know that, Marshall, I, I may not talk to you for a year, but I can shoot you a text and you're going to respond. You know yeah, yeah, I mean? right away, right. It's just, it's one of those things. It's very rare that you find people that you actually call friends and not just acquaintances in this business. And I just, I, I love you guys for that. And uh, Same I was here, thinking buddy. about it. We, I think we're a lot alike. John, oh yeah. You and I like, Oh yeah. Both love music, right? Yep. Adam likes musicals. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> we both like motorcycles. We both ride motorcycles. Yeah. He likes Pee Wee Herman's bicycle. And well, well, we like motorcycles. We like to ride motorcycles. He likes to ride motorcyclists. Yes, good point. Yeah, he's yeah, he definitely rides bitch. So for sure. I always envisioned myself in one of those little sidecars. A little <laughs> Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, or a Vespa. Yeah. With with Idol's helmet. Yeah, yeah, I my sparkly helmet. Yeah, sparkly it's, right, helmet. it's right in the door there. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I just think that uh Yeah, I love you like, too, by the way. I, yeah. I, I think we both Firmly believe in ghosts. Oh yeah, right? we're going to talk about that. Yeah, so absolutely. Adam, but it's always just the ghost of Liza Minnelli. <laughs> <laughs> wow! This is, I'm going to get my nuts hammered this entire time, aren't I? No. I hope. It. Well, well, then that's I'm going to be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I came up with. Just those couple. That's real. That's yeah. gold, though, yeah. man. That's starting off on the right foot. That's but, no, it's no. all downhill from here. But oh, it yeah. started even before. I, I'm driving in my car, <laughs> pulling up to Idol's house. I, I drive a Toyota Yaris. I roll down the window. Sonny goes, boy, that's a fucking gay car. And I like, just started laughing right then and there. I just started laughing. And just not for nothing, I actually work for Toyota. So. Oh, there you go. Yeah, nice. So. Nice. I actually enjoy that car. That um, that will echo. You hit that box, it will echo on. Oh, it will shit. go through the mic. So yeah, right, yeah, yeah, I won't hit the box then. Yeah. <laughs> Neither <laughs> will I. No beatbox. <laughs> <laughs> hey. It was never a question. I don't know what made me pop in this head, but do you know? I don't know what. This is totally out of left field, but do you know why they call vaginas beavers? 
Why they call them beavers? Do you know why? I have no idea. You don't know why? Do you know why? Not, clearly not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why they call them vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Because, because back like in the Old West... If they got, if they, um, if the girls got crabs, they would have to shave, right? So then they would, they would think that she wasn't clean because she was shaved. So they actually used beaver pelt and gave them a vagina toupee. They call them merkin. Call, a merkin. Yeah, right. I've heard of those. Merkin. I've heard of the yep. yeah. That's kind of gross, though. Yeah, like that was one of the greatest things I ever heard. Did you find that in like one of those like? Books that are on the back of a toilet. No, no, no. Like I, I was watching. Material. I was watching some. I watched stupid crap. It was something about the old west on YouTube or something. And the guy, and the guy told him that. That's crazy. Isn't that amazing? Yep. I, I, I love guess that. It makes sense though. Yeah. Because why else would you call it that? Yeah. Right. Nice uh, beaver. Thanks. I trimmed it myself. What was what was the? Uh, no, it was some from Naked Gun. Yeah, from Naked no, Gun. He, right? goes, oh. he goes, "Hey, nice beaver." Says, "Thanks, I just had it stuffed." Yeah, that's it. Stuffed beaver. Yeah, that's Hey, nice beaver. Stuffed it myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So you brought up. We're just coming out of October for this episode. So uh, yeah. you mentioned you had. I, again, I always wanted to believe in ghosts. Same, th- same, just like Bigfoot. Like I want to believe in Bigfoot. I wanted to believe, and I always wanted to believe in ghosts. I've had. It, Definitely had some things happen, sure. but I have one that really stands out. What, what, you said you lived in a house, right? So that- we lived in a house in Nashua that was like in the oldest part of Nashua. It's you know one of those houses. It's two families. It used to be one family, but in the in the old days, I don't know when this was, the fifties, forties, whatever. They used to actually do the wakes right in the house. Oh my! You know, so they had the um, the front bay window, like a big bay window, and that's where they would display the bodies. So this house had been around hundreds of years old, and. Uh, Betty's aunt, my wife, her her aunt and uncle had lived there forever, and it was her grandmother's house before that. And they, we, before we moved in, we moved on the bottom floor, and they were up on the top floor. They told us, oh, you, just, you know, just um, if you hear any strange noises and shit like that, don't worry about it. And I'm like super skeptic, you know, because I yeah, believe yeah, in yeah. ghosts. I just never believe anybody when they tell me. So I'm like, yeah, okay. So one night we're having a uh, pay-per-view at the house. Rip's over there. Johnny Royal's over there. My wife's over there. Girls are over. You know, the girlfriends are over there, and uh, we're kind of. Chloe, uh, Emma was only about three or four years old, maybe three years old then, maybe even two, and uh, her bedroom. One? Was, maybe she wasn't born yet. I don't know. <laughs> no, she was definitely born because she's involved in the story. Okay. So, she was in the bedroom with to our backs to the left, and we're all facing the TV. We're all watching the, the wrestling match or whatever it was, and uh, all of a sudden we all kind of just turned. Over, looked over our shoulder because we saw what we thought was Emma running out of her bedroom to Betty and I's bedroom, so which was on the other side of the kitchen. So I go, all right, I'll go get her. So I get up, oops, I get up and I, uh, I go to our bedroom and there's nobody in there. So I go back to Emma's <laughs> you bedroom. You saw an act. You saw. Oh, a- everybody did. Everybody turned and looked. It wasn't just me. It wasn't just me and one of the. It was. We all looked because we saw and heard little stampering feet, like wow. just like a shadow. Running through. So I go in, like I said, I went into my bedroom, and there's nobody there. I go into Emma's bedroom, and she's sound asleep. I was like, okay. Wow. So <laughs> huh. then That's after crazy. this, for a couple of times, we'd catch Emma talking to herself, but having a conversation in that bedroom. And we're like, Emma, who are you, who are you talking to? She's like, oh, my friend, my friend. And this went on. We lived in that house for about a year, and uh, it was very, very bizarre. We used to have a set of, fr- well, there was a set of front steps that went upstairs 
um, to the upstairs apartment, and all hours of the day you'd hear people walking up and down those steps. Really? Yeah, nobody in the house. Wow, <laughs> wow that's crazy. So very, very bizarre. So that was my one instance, but I, it's it's the one I clearly remember, and everybody who was there remembers it. It was hmm. very awkward. I mean, you only need one to really yeah, believe. It, you know right? what I mean? You only yeah, need one yeah. depth. Like, there's been a couple times I was kind of like, was that what I, you know? Yeah. But then when you get one that's definite, you know, we were we went up to go see uh, – Bessie was working the next day, and Livio was playing up, up in this place up in the Berkshires. It's been there for hundreds of years, called the Red Lion Inn. Beautiful place. They have this really, it almost feels like a speakeasy. It's this really cool bar down in the basement, and that's where he was playing. You know, we were getting, like, these spiked hot ciders and stuff. It was really, really cool. But then we had to leave because she had to work. And Livio's girlfriend, Lisa, she's like, you have to go upstairs and look around. You have to see it up there, you know, before you go, all right, we'll spend a few minutes. And you go up this set of stairs, and you wind up in this old dining room. And they had one of those old school elevators with, like, like in Rocky Horror Picture Show, yeah. where they, the and you can see thing, the floors yeah. go by with the wooden yeah. door. And like, oh, you want to ride up? Okay, cool. And you just bring us up to the fourth floor, and we're going to work our way back down, and then just go. Let's go up to the fourth floor, and then we go down to the third floor, and we're walking, and it's all, like, very Shining-esque, just long hallways, and everything's a little uneven because it's old, and you know, sure. and everything's a little smaller, you know, than, than normal now. You know what I mean? Everything's a little because it's really old. And then there was a room I never forget it. There was a room called the Townsend Room, and it was a really small room, smaller than we're on the porch. It was smaller than the porch, you know. And all that was in there was like two chairs, a little table. So Bessie's dream house, right? There's two chairs and one table, and there's a bathroom over on the left. Okay, so. Bessie's just going to look in the bathroom, and and we heard whispering. I thought it was her whispering, and, but not like was that somebody whispering? No, literally heard like conversational whispering. Yeah, you know. And she stands up and she goes, "Well, this place is haunted." I said, "Why?" She says, "I just heard whispering." That wasn't you. She says, "No, it wasn't me." So I go, "Okay." So I, we literally said, okay, hey, we're just checking the place out. We're not going to bug you. You have a nice night. And we turned to walk away. Now, I'm probably eight feet from the wall walking out. And right here, folks listening, I'm pointing right behind my left shoulder, about two feet behind my left shoulder, I hear, hey. Like, it was, it was right there. It was right there. So we, you know, after we got out of there, I looked up and showed up on the third floor, especially one particular room in the third floor. Uh, 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 there's a lot of paranormal activity. 305, right? Huh? 305. Is that what it is? Because <clears throat> I think I heard you talk about this on your on the pod, on yeah. the previous episode. So I went and researched it, and all the Yelp reviews are room, I think it was 305. Yeah. And it was a lot of activity in there. Well, so after I we, we were texting Levio and Lisa on our way home, so they went up and they checked it out, and I guess they, they were just talking to some couple, and like, they don't know them. They're like, oh, we'll come with you. And they went to, like, room 305, and there was all kinds of, like, voices and noise, and nobody's staying in there. Right. They asked, is anybody staying in that room? No, nobody's in that room. They're banging, boom, like right on the other side of the door, and voices, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. How about you? Crazy. How about you? Um, no, I, well, there was one recently at... The tap room, right at uh, the brewery. Yeah, and a few people have said this, like to uh, to the owner, a couple times. That building's been there a long time. Oh, long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Is it um, like an old mill building in town or something? It's, yeah, yeah. In, in, yeah, in, in it's field. not that big. It's a, but but you could tell it's really old because yeah. all the the all the the ceilings raptors exposed and, and yeah. rafters and stuff. Yeah. So it's yeah. old. Yeah. Okay. So and and I had never heard except ever heard anything before. But the other night I was there, and it was just. A few of us sitting at the table. It wasn't busy at all. And um, 
we're just sitting there. We're kind of on our phones in the middle, you know. And over on the wine side, we heard two glass. There's nobody over there. We heard two glasses clink together like they were like cheers. Like cheers, ding. Like cheers, yeah. And we all looked up like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. And there's no one there. You know what I mean? It was really weird. It was really strange. And, and no, there was not like a wind or anything that would make the glasses. Wow. You know, it was just like just like that. Yeah. But just- like my, my niece, um, uh, you brought up your daughter was talking to her friend. My niece, Ella, she they live right next door in my uh, great-grandparents' old farmhouse, my sister and, her, and my brother-in-law and the kids. And... She has she has gone up. My sister's gone upstairs and seen my niece there talking, right? And and my sister's like, "Who are you talking to?" And and she goes, "Oh, I'm talking to Grandpa Polly, my father." And she never, my, she my never father, met him. no, my father was gone. Hey, must have been the like sound goes. Years. Sound goes in the microphone. Just so you know. You oh, get, sorry. There you go. I'm, t- I'm looking at Sonny. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, really. Yeah, yeah. Wow. She had never met him. I mean, d- wow. my my father passed away probably ten years before she was. Hey, you know, born. don't they say that? Um, Kids have more of an open mind because yeah. they don't have any preconceived, yeah, or, or they haven't been clouded yet. You know, right, they haven't right. been corrupted yet. Yeah, right. so their mind is completely wide open. They don't know black from white, really. You know what I mean? They yeah. don't know, so their minds are just wide open. Where, as adults, you stand, you know, you you grow skepticism and you, yeah, you know, right. you can sniff out bullshit, and so you'd never believe that kind of stuff. But as a kid, I think it just, I think you're more susceptible to that kind of stuff. Absolutely, like, I I have to believe that there's. There's something out there. I've had right? oh I've had since my brother died, I've had too many really weird things happen that there's really you really can't explain. You know what I yeah. mean? Like really, really strange things, you know. Like you know, like my my brother my my, my brother and mom would fight constantly. You know, they always argued. So what he would do is when he was here to visit, he would tear off little pieces of paper and leave her little notes all over her house. So when she would be cleaning, she'd find it. She'd find it. She kept them she would keep them all in like a like a cookie tin box. Sure. Right. I don't know. It was a day or two after he died, and she comes walking out of her out of her bedroom and looks down, and right there on the floor, there's a little note that says, "I love you, mom." Oh. It's right there in the middle of the floor, looking wow. up there, so she could read it. Yeah, yeah. that's you, crazy. It's insane, right? Yeah. I mean, and I, when you're talking about the brewery. Now that you mention it, I, a few times I played there a bunch of times. I've done a bunch of acoustic yeah. shows there, and there's right next to where you play. There's like a, a little like three steps that goes up. So like there's like an up upstairs. Only it's only a few steps. Yeah, always feels like somebody's. You get that feeling like somebody's looking at you. Yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I'd be playing our luck. There'd be nobody there, and then sometimes it would be, you know. But so it's just like you just got this weird feeling, you know. It's crazy. Yeah. It, it is. is. It is. It's crazy. But, but I'm with you. There, I, 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 uh, I definitely think that there's something. Uh, there's something. Whether you want to call it like a uh, another, uh, like a heaven or a hell or a, a different dimension or whatever. There's something. There's there's something you know something. what I mean. Yeah. I, th- I think you're naive to think that there's not. Yeah, you yeah. Know I, I mean? think like, so too. Right. Like I, I had this conversation with Betty. This is about aliens, but I firmly believe that there's, I, whether you call them aliens or whatever, we can't be the only only no. living exactly. things. Exactly. The this, only thing. Yeah. And the and the solar system. We don't even we don't even know the ends of. Right. We don't we don't know the ends right. of the solar system. Right. How it, would, it, like. How how naive do you have to be to believe? And that how arrogant would you have to be to believe that? Absolutely. I believe I used the word arrogant with her because yeah. I asked her if she believed in aliens and stuff. She's like, no. And I was like, well, you're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and then she filed divorce, but <laughs> we got through it. Though. You yeah. woke up when you woke up the next uh, yeah. an hour later. Yeah. <laughs> and then I pulled the tubes out and I checked out of the hospital. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's it, it just those kind of things. I, I just think that. There has to be something else. It has we, to be. We're not absolutely. I'm not. Arro- I'm not too arrogant to believe that that I'm I'm the smartest creature in the 
in the universe. You know what right, I mean? Like, right, right. It doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. No, I don't believe all those people that say they got their asses probed. I think those people were just touched as a kid. You know what I mean? <laughs> or they were on acid or something. Exactly. Who knows? Something, but, right? Well, there knows? it was. I was eating mushrooms. I was in the woods. Next thing you know, something's up my ass. Something's up my ass. <laughs> Well, it's not that bad. I mean, I was going to say Adam calls that Tuesday, but whatever. <laughs> He's like, speaking of, I got to go. Is this almost over? I got a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So now, we, we, what are your thoughts on, on, we did that episode on like creatures and stuff. What are your thoughts on all that? So I... He, Adam didn't fucking listen, so he's out of this. He doesn't know. He only listened. To, he actually said that he only listened to the episode he was on. Well, I can't blame him. How many episodes you've done? We're close almost to, a year. Almost a year you've done this, right? Yeah, so yeah. Almost no, 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 no. That's not true. I listened to Perry oh, you Von to, Oh, you did listen to the one I was on too. And you, you said, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All, right, All right, Mark. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking. Yeah. 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 Um, fucking. So we'll, we'll, we'll go back to that in a second. Yeah, but I do think that there's there's got to be. Other creatures out there that we don't know about. Like, I mean, think about how vast the sea is, the ocean. Yeah. Right? You think we've discovered every freaking species in the ocean? No. Like, come on. Right? Yeah. Like, how naive again? And then uh, forest. Uh, just, uh, they're too vast. You There's probably. No you can cover all of them and pro- not and discover every living thing. You probably heard on the, on the episode when we, we were flying back from, from Oregon. And they said, oh, you're over the Rocky Mountains. We're at 36,000 feet. And yeah. I looked out both sides of the plane, and it was mountains as far as I could see. Exactly. In both right? directions. You're going to yeah. tell me there aren't areas there where people have never been? Right. There's got to be. Absolutely. I you mean, know? you can just look as far as, or just as close as northern Maine. Yeah. Like how far right. apart those towns are. Right. Just like, you know, Maine's a giant state with a limited population. Yeah. It's covered by woods and trees and well, well, people are like, probably bigfoots if there was a bigfoot big like well how come you know how come we've never seen one have you fucking met us like we right. we would find a way to ruin that you're too exactly, you said that on the podcast yeah. yesterday and uh, yeah, I think you're absolutely right we, first thing we would do is when we saw one shoot it in the head right yeah right and we're like it's, what's that South Park episode quick shoot he's coming right towards us <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, every yeah. episode that's how they hunt you know yeah 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 and, uh, <laughs> it's crazy though but I think you're absolutely right though I think we are such a narcissistic society that we would ruin it. Yeah. Like, it's same, you said the same thing about aliens. If alien, Best said it, actually. Yeah. If aliens touch down, we'd be like, well, kill those fuckers. Kill them, yeah. You know and I mean? then yeah. what? Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. But, I mean, plus, there's some animals out there, man, where I'm like, that's a fucking... Look, you ever seen an angler fish? Yeah. Oh, those... Yes. <laughs> With yeah. the thing, the thing that glows yeah. in front of them. And it, 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 How yeah. crazy is that? Like, it's that's crazy. evolution from something, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it doesn't... It didn't stop in 1971. No, you know what I mean? Right, just, right, right. How about you? Do you going. believe in any of those things, Adam? Marshall? Whatever the fuck you want me um, to call you? <laughs> what did you used to call me earlier? Fuckface Mc... Fuck McGee. McGee. Or something yeah. like that? Fuckface McGee. Um, well, I mean, like, uh, yeah. Uh, aliens and things like that, absolutely. I, I agree with Sonny. It, it, you have to be arrogant to think that we're the greatest thing right. going in this universe. You yeah. know what I mean? Or even in our own solar system. I. Uh, I don't know about I don't know about things like a Bigfoot or thing or stuff like that or like Yetis or something like that, but definitely we're not alone in this universe. There's more. And, there's got to be something out there we don't know about. One of these days we're gonna find out. <laughs> yeah. Either either by you know one of our devices that are up there you know s- scouring the universe or yeah. something's gonna come and just fucking blow us all to hell. Do you th- do you think that the government is aware of do you like Area Fifty One and all that? garbage like do you believe 
Uh, the government's aware of anything? I, mean, I think. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they do. I wouldn't either. Right? Sure I wouldn't be surprised. They, once you, once they, you get voted into presidency, don't you? Aren't you like? Aren't there secrets that you get? You, like, you ever see how much a president will age over a term? Because I mean, you Obama's know, what I mean? the biggest one. Like, look at him. From yeah. Just, yeah. You know, his first four years, he started with a young, stellar-looking guy into yeah. And they turn into E.T. overnight, yeah, you right, know? Yeah. It's a, yeah. a younger-looking Bill Cosby. And Trump's gotten <laughs> oranger over the uh, past four that's years. That's just good tanning. That's good. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's great. It's, it's, a, be it's a good look. Yeah, it's, it's a good, a good look. look. Orange is good. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we mentioned that we all met. And I wanted to ask you guys this. Have you ever noticed, like, who do you, when you would have a match with somebody, who would you beat the living shit out of more? Somebody you didn't know or one of your close friends? I, I always felt like like if I was in there with somebody I, who I was super comfortable with, like yeah. Johnny Royal is a prime example, yeah. I used to shit kick that guy yeah. every freaking match, and he, was just, he would just shake his head at me. I remember specifically one time we're working a match in Derry in front of 27 people, <laughs> and uh, I laid a boot to his head, and I missed him by six inches, and... Nine of the 27 people, so a third. That's math for you. How's that? Wow. Um, yeah, you're welcome. Wow. Nice. You're welcome. Is you that, accountant? It's that New Hampshire much. education. That's my New Hampshire education. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah, it. Yeah. But um, I missed them by six inches, and then nine of the kids were like, ha, ha, you missed them. I just looked down at him. I go, sorry, sorry buddy. buddy. <laughs> and I stomped his fucking head like he owed me money, yeah. like, I, like I was trying to kill him. Yeah. He just yeah. looked at me, shook his head, and I just kicked him up the side of the head as fucking hard as I could. <laughs> and then those nine kids were like, oh, shit. Yeah. But- you know, they got their money's worth. I think what it gets down to is it's like you, you, you know that you're really good friends with somebody. You know they're not taking taking liberties, so right. you can just blast away. Especially if the crowd is so close or yeah, quiet exactly. or whatever, yeah. you know. So, but I would also another thing too is I, I you know, I, I'm, I'm sure you guys the same thing happened to you guys too. A promoter would be like, "All right, here's a brand new guy. It's his first match here. You go have a match yeah. with this guy," you know, yeah. and and they were like just. Like they're afraid and they're like so ginger with you know. I remember I would yell at guys, "I'm not made of glass. Come on, let's right, go!" And right. still they wouldn't. So I'd have to blast them one. Okay, right. let's go. And then go. hopefully, yeah, hopefully they tighten up a little bit because I have trouble selling if I can't. Like the worst is when it when they stiff the shit out of you and it looks terrible. Oh, that's right. the worst. Versus when they're throwing a great looking punch and they don't touch you, but you don't know it because you. Yeah. Like I I can't see how it looks. So I don't know if I'm selling this or not. Like, just I'd rather get touched just a little bit. Yeah. I mean, just so I know what I'm selling. <laughs> right, right. Adam, Adam wants to get touched a little uh, bit too uh, by whoever he's. Uh, stop! I think tonight I was, on this episode he may. Uh, yeah, <laughs> if you're lucky. Keep drinking those sours, oh, buddy. Oh boy! Keep drinking no, the you know what? You know what I was gonna say. I remember it. It ties right into this. I remember one of the first times that the three of us worked together. Uh, I don't know who your tag partner was, but you were with uh, DJ Baron. Oh yeah, sorry, and. Um, I hate for for those that don't haven't followed uh, into independent wrestling around here. I used to carry a croquet mallet to the ring with me, right? So the finish of the thing was, I get into the ring. <laughs> he's Sunny has splashed John, mm-hmm. and I come into the ring to break up the pin with a mallet, and I clock Sunny in the back with the mallet, right? So we get to the back, and Sunny pulls me aside. He goes, "Marshall, come here." <laughs> I, he goes, y- "You see me? I'm I'm." 400 some odd fucking pounds I got a back the size of a fucking condo <laughs> hit me with the fucking thing you're not gonna hurt me you came in like this and you went like this you came in you went like, right and he's like just hit me with the fucking thing yeah. next time make it because look good because you came in like originally I remember this you came in with like a 
full of P and V, but then when you actually time <laughs> I like to give how the we shot, call it fuck face McGee, but you say P and V. I don't want to. Kids are listening. Vinegar, vinegar is really offensive. I know. Vinegar is speaking of vaginas. You know, use vinegar. Um, but they, yeah, but he just fucking super pussied me, and I was so pissed because it was the finish. Yeah. I was just like, ugh. And I think that was the time, too, you were eating or you were drinking fucking Clamato. <laughs> no. What? Wait, what? No. What do you mean? I, we were in a locker room one time, and you were drinking fucking Clamato, and I couldn't get over it. <laughs> Clamato. Mm, refreshing. On a hot August day. I yes. What you're talking about. Someone in the locker I didn't bring it with me. Someone. I thought no, I think was, it was left in the locker room. Someone from probably gave it the worst. Some, someone brought it to me. Someone gave it to me and was like, here, try this. It's Clamato. I'm like, I try. I took one sip. I was like, no, nah, this is the shit. So I'm not drinking this. He drank it. I, <laughs> of course he did. That's, isn't that what you use to make like micheladas or something? You put that with beer, I think. Oh, really? I don't know. Yeah. I, I know some people do uh, make Bloody Marys with oh, it. Bloody too, Marys. So. Okay, that makes sense. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I think when as far as you talk about that that gimmick to the back, I think anybody like anytime again, I would have somebody would be some green guy would have would be going to hit me with a gimmick or something, and I'd be like. Eh, just practice it, and I'm like, no, dude. Right. I, and I, I go, look it. Put your hands as far apart as my shoulder blades. Yes. Okay. And just with with your fingers and your and the palm side of your hand, just yeah. punch me in the shoulder blades. Right. You know, just blam, and it'll look like you killed me. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and so it's. I think that's. I don't know. Yeah. Now that's there are times that. when you have to not do that, like what you just described, where. You know, hit it hit between the shoulder blades with the fist. You know, like when someone's being a shit bag, and we've had we've had that experience that when that doesn't happen in wrestling. No, no. When we had that experience with uh, someone in the area, and uh, good name names. Nobody's listening. Yeah, I don't know who, who I don't know who you're talking about. So just say it. Oh, it's Leary. We love oh. Leary now. Oh yeah, Jeremy's great. Yeah, we love Jer- Jeremy Leary now. But and, and and he knows it. He I think he's he's he knows that. But it, it's fine. But I remember that one match when you you had the cutoff and you said. I'm going to whip him in, hit him with the croquet mallet, and don't fucking... Because normally, you take it and you hit the ropes, right? And I, I just, never did. I would always swing for the fences. <laughs> I swear to always. But, but I would do it in a way, like if it was a croquet mallet, I would do it so, the, so it was flat. It didn't get the tip in their back. It was flat or something, right. and I would hit him in the shoulder blade, you know, just yeah. cream him. Oh, you know, that night, I creamed him right in the fucking square of the back <laughs> with my mallet. And then and then Wagner and then he was in the main event later that night and then Wagner came out and power bombed him on the steps. As yeah, as I was just gonna say, I must have watched that video when that happened <laughs> eight million times. Back then, I wasn't a fan of Wagner or Jeremy. Yeah, it was my favorite video clip ever. Like I, I, I just I watched it and showed it to everybody I possibly could. And let's be clear, Jeremy is is an awesome guy. Like yeah, he's he's, he's learned guy. a lot he's a and kid. he's Absolutely. learned. You know, he's he's was, I love the he guy. He was new and he was young and at the time and yeah. yeah. You know. One of the last great. times I saw him, actually, probably a year ago or so, up at Limitless, and uh, that was the first time I'd seen him in a sh- He's such a good very kid. long time. He's and he such was, a good yeah, guy. Like, completely different guy. Such like, a good guy. Like, that night, I walked in, after he got powerbombed and all that shit, I walked into the back, because I think I was done for the night, and we were, like, the only two back there while the match was, the main event was still going on. And he's literally puking in the in the garbage can from all this. And oh. I And I says, I says, well... Are you gonna talk anymore? He goes, nope, nope. I'm done. <laughs> I said, okay. You know, I remember. You know, it made me think of. I remember one time I was gonna hit. Uh, I was working with Tim Fury, right? And we were working a gimmick where I was where where I was gonna get the croquet mallet 
and hit Tim in the ribs with it, and he had like a little uh, a balloon gimmick with with blood yeah, in his this mouth. Is in yeah. Yeah, up in up in Peabody, right? Yeah. And w- with you, like, how does this look? And we're doing a thing where I was going to hit him in the ribs, and it wasn't. It was barely touching him. It looked great. It didn't happen that way during the match. He he sent me a picture the next day, and he had this big croquet mallet shaped well, like you could you could read Spalding on his rib cage. You know, it, you know, it wasn't intentional. I swear no. to God, but it just happens. You hey, know, it's just sometimes the way that it, it just goes. happens. You're exactly yeah. right. But luckily, like some, you know, most of the guys that are in this business, they're they're tough. So you can, you know, so they're not pussies and they're not bailing out and crying or doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so they they expect to, like everybody says, it's so cliche, but it's not ballet. Right. You know what I mean? So. But I think I think you feel more comfortable if there's in there with somebody you know and you're and you're friendly with that if you stiff them you're like ah sorry about you know yeah it happens and you don't talk about it then you just in the back hey man I really caught you with that sorry about that and, yeah I would all like in the ring I always be like sorry yeah and the only thing I ever I I, I always think thought like I, like in all the in the in the tender areas, I was pretty light, but in the chest and the back, I yeah. would, I would, it was, I was stiff as shit. The worst was my my elbow drop was stiff as hell. But I warned him, I, it's snug. Sorry, yeah. you know, it's it's stiff. Right. Sorry, and if you, you know. know it is. You know what I mean? And you give somebody a heads up. That's that's completely acceptable. And, if they, and I would say, you think that was stiff? Go watch Greg Valentine drop an elbow, yeah. and, and we'll talk about it later. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. So I want. Okay. So here's I, I want to talk to you about something. My friend Andy, you probably heard him on the podcast. Hi, Andy. Uh, a couple Hello, times. Hello, Andy. He's the guy that did the, on the room, and uh, and I've had him on a couple times, yes. right? Hi, Andy. He's great. Yes. He sent me. There's a there's a there's an Undertaker meme that's going around where it shows the Undertaker walking out, and then the other part of it is Randy Orton looking scared, right? And I think the first one he sent me was well, he's like, "Is this a wrestling meme?" And it was it said, um, uh, "Gandalf." returning as Gandalf the White and then and then it over Rand, uh, Randy Orton it said me watching Lord of the Rings for the thousandth time like that and he's and I'm like yeah and he's like explain and I'm trying to find a way to explain to him how what like what that means the Undertaker being what he is and was he's like this I, I try to explain it like he's this mythical figure with the best entrance ever I sent them a video of all these great Wrestlemania yeah. entrances right absolutely and then um and I try to explain like uh, I said like Bad guy. I did this. I did that. I blah blah blah. I'm now. I'm gonna blah blah blah. Then the Undertaker's music hits, and everybody shits their pants. But I'm. Really, how would you describe the Undertaker to him? What would what would you? Uh, how would you describe that? It's kind of tough, right? It, it really. It is it tough is. because, yeah. like, if you don't know from the start, you know what I mean. It, it's kind of hard to explain. Like, like everybody knows that everybody, everybody knows that wrestling is is fake or whatever. It's not. It's not real. You know what I mean. It's not real context. Right. And but the Undertaker is one of those guys that still you get those chill bumps, you know, like when you see yeah. his entrance or whatever. Even though you know it's, you know the finish is what it's going to be, you know everything about it. But he's still he's just that character that you're like still just driven to. Like anytime you watch Rocky, you know what I mean. You just exactly you just know that Rocky, it's Rocky. Yeah. You know what I mean, it's the Undertaker. It's just, right. It's just one of those cre- one of those characters that you just like, fuck. Man, this guy. Like, and no matter just, how many times you see it, that's why it's like Randy Orton saying for the thousandth time, I see it. He's still, you know, popping yeah. like that. It's still like when you you, you know something's about to get serious when yeah. that when that happens. When that, when you, you know, no matter how gong. many times you see it. Yeah. Right. It's on. Right. Yeah. And The Undertaker, he's he's changed so many yeah. times over the, like, you got to explain like the whole, like, I mean, when he first started, when the f- character was first, you first saw it. It was a dead guy. It's supposed to be almost like a zombie. Yeah. With a pun for a manager, basically yeah. Paul Bearer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and it, he wouldn't. 
he just kept getting up and not selling and he was indestructible and yeah. all this stuff and it's weird. And then he become then he has like magical powers. He can shoot fucking lightning from the ceiling and yeah, you yeah. know, uh, it, or from the urn or wherever, whatever. Yeah, right? There's yeah. a light in the urn. It's a mythical or some creature, shit. you know. It's exactly. So right. what I want learned MMA at one point. Huh? Yeah, that learned MMA at one somehow point. out of yeah. nowhere became yeah. went from being dead to being the best natural striker in the company. I yeah. whatever. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Right? Right? I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. I, so what I want to do is I want to have um, I want to have. I want to have him back on. I'm going to have him watch that. I'm going to give him my my network password. Oh, I want to have him watch that last ride series on the Undertaker. Yeah, uh, Did you watch that? Yes. Yeah, so it was good. great. And then I want to so have good. and I want to have him come back on and discuss and talk about it. He doesn't. He likes wrestling. He just yeah. doesn't really follow it. So he really didn't know. And he's like, explain. And I'm like, how the fuck? Especially yeah, by you, text. How do you I really explain can't. this? Like, you really can't. Can. And then think about that. Like so that that anthology or whatever it was or the or the last ride thing. Yeah. Really, that's the first time that Undertaker's ever broken character. Right. Like, yeah. really, you know, I mean, he did the American Badass thing where he where he talked, but he wasn't the under. I mean, he was the Undertaker, but he was American Badass. You yeah. Know I mean, so it was completely different. So just to see him talk as Mark, is and explain his thought yeah. process to everything uh, was so good. It was so good. I loved him as the American Badass because you know what he he was kind of like a a chicken shit heel at that point. You know, like he was he w- he was selling and he was backing off from stuff, and I mean. Like it was pretty cool, you know. What I yeah, mean? it was a different side of him. I like. Yeah, you'd I, see I him sell. And yeah, sell like a, like a normal worker. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right, right. It's just completely. What different. a worker, man! Yeah, so evolved. I mean, what is it? Thirty years? Yeah. Since he first debuted, right? Yeah, yeah I think so. Right? Yeah. Was it nineteen ninety? Uh, um, in Hartford. Uh, 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 Survivor, Survivor Series, right? Yeah, yeah. The one in Hartford. Hartford. Came, and came then, then gobbledygooker. Yeah. <laughs> the best. The, the fucking best. egg came Two out. Two huge debuts in one night. What was worse? <laughs> what gobbledygooker. Was, no, I got a worse one, dude. I don't know, man. What what was worse? Gobbledygooker or the Yeti in WCW? Oh. oh. The Yeti was a it was a fucking mummy and for some reason they had for a month they had a giant block of ice and all and they knew that the block of ice was going to crack open that night. It was yeah. a 7-foot mummy. Why is a Yeti a mummy? Yeah, it makes no sense, right? Right. I liked I liked and, him Dry humping Hulk Hogan. Yeah, of course. Bear hug spot. That was great. (laughs) So weak looking. Oh, yeah. Uh, Like like you're trying to you're trying to protect Hulk because he's 110 (laughs) years old. Yeah. But Christ's sakes, you're on national television. (laughs) And then do you remember when he became a ninja? The Yeti was then a ninja. A ninja. Right. And it was still the Yeti, but he was dressed up like a ninja. He was a fucking ninja. That I don't remember. A big, oh, yeah. fat, seven-foot ninja. Go look it, we'll look it up after. Was it Ron Reese, right? Yeah. yeah yes. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. We've really gotten sidetracked, haven't we? I don't. <laughs> oh, really? No, this is like our normal conversation. I, I love awful gimmicks. I, guess I love, I love talking was, about... If this is 2 o'clock in the morning and then I hop, this would be, be completely normal. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> what were some other, like, just terrible gimmicks? Like, what... I mean... How about Mantar? Mantar. Mantar. And then, and then, oh, and then yeah. that big cow head. The big cow head. You know what's that? After that, after that run he had and he, and he was released, he was actually working for a friend of mine and I think it was at the mall in Manchester, Connecticut, uh, selling uh, cell phones Ugh. at like a kiosk. Really? Or pagers or something. Mantar yeah. was? Yeah. Probably back then it was probably pagers. Probably, right? Yeah. yeah he was like selling this guy I knew. Oh, this guy, funny. he was like working. My, guy, my, my buddy was the manager and this guy worked there. <laughs> he was so yeah. crazy. Imagine yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. Bastion oh. Booger, you said. Yeah, that, that guy. Giant Gonzalez. Bastion oh. Booger, that guy, Mike Shaw, because he was also Friar Ferguson. Yeah. He was... Uh, what Norman the lunatic? Norman the lunatic. Yeah. 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 He he, uh, he went through a lot of. Thank you. 
I just got another beer from Johnny Idol. So I get a I get a story about Mike Shaw. Oh. So so he, I don't know if you guys knew this, but he trained with Walter, right, with Kowalski, right, right in Malden. I didn't know that. Not, yeah. yeah. So and he trained with one of my trainers, Kevin Hughes, and and Jeff Costa. <laughs> and uh, we got to talk about Kevin Hughes in a little while yeah, too. So, so please go ahead. So at the time when I was first breaking in, so ninety four, ninety five, Mike was running a promotion out in. Detroit or something, wherever he lived, in Wisconsin or whatever it was that he lived in, Michigan or whatever. And uh, Jeff goes, oh, let me, let, me, uh, let me get his address and shit, and you can you know, send some information to him and, and uh, whatever. So I sent out promo pictures and you know, told him who I trained by, and he sends me a letter back, handwritten letter, <laughs> saying, oh, that's great. I love Jeff Coster and Kevin Hughes, and uh, those are great guys. Had some great times with them. Listen, I want you to fly me out, and I'll even put you over in the center of the ring. And he literally wrote out one, two, three. <laughs> that's as far as I got in the letter, and I threw it away. I, I don't know. It was a full page. That's as far as I got. literally wrote out one, two, three. Yeah. He goes, I'll even put you over in the center of the ring. One, two, three. And that crumpled up. I was like, okay. Wow. You yeah. get to pin Mantar. Yeah. No, that wasn't no. Mantar. That was Norman the Lunatic. Oh, Norman the Lunatic. I'm Norman sorry. I thought you were talking about Nor- no, I thought you were talking no, about no. Mantar. Norman the Lunatic. No, then Bastion Booger and Friar Tuckerson. Oh, sorry. But he was good. Like his original, uh, what was he up in Canada? Mock Singh. Singh. Yeah, he was he was like really good. Like it was really over. He was like really good, and then like he could work like oh, in yeah, his day, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then they just gave him like these terrible fucking the Norman the Lunatic things. thing. That thing was over, but it was it was like George Animal Steel. You know yeah, what I mean? right, right. It was. I want to say that's what I thought first time I saw it. I was kind of yeah, like right. it's just rehashed. Yeah, exactly. It's just you know different name, same gimmick though. But right. Yeah, but, oh, but uh, yeah, so I could have gone over on him if I wanted to fly him in from Michigan. Wow, that sounds great. And you'd probably have to buy him two seats. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Well, no, he was a big dude, is man. That good? No. That beer? Is that wow. good? No, I didn't try it yet. Oh. Well, well, that he was just you. no, he was just fat shaming Mike Shaw. I was not. I just he's, said he's a isn't big he guy. Dead now? He's dead yeah, now. he died. Yeah. Yes. I didn't so fat shame gonna... him. I just said he probably had to buy him two seats because he's a big guy. Well, you know, yeah. from a couple of fat guys right here, that's not. God. I don't know. I didn't take offense to it, John. I'm Thank sorry. you, Sonny. I don't know. It, maybe it's because oh, he's gay. <laughs> fucking yeah. pad. Yeah, maybe because he's gay and fat. And, <laughs> wow. So, all right. I'm dying to hear your Eric Watts story. Oh, okay. So, Eric Watts. So, I'm working for John Callahan and Big City Mike at Salisbury Beach. Yeah. This must have been... It had to. It was very early in my career, ninety five, ninety six. Yeah, that shut down like right when I started. Yeah, yeah right. And after I, I, started. I was, um, I was working as a heel for the first time because I was babyface for Costa because he, you know, he trained me that you know, the best way to become a good heel is to work with good heels as a babyface. Yeah, right, right. And uh, so I worked for Jeff for a year and plus as a babyface under a hood, you know, and uh, so I got some experience working as a heel for Big City and and Callahan without the hood. So they pulled me in the office one day and they're like. Hey, got some big news for you, kid. And I go, oh, yeah, what's that? He goes, we're bringing in Eric Watts. I was like, okay. I'm I'm not impressed by I'm sorry. I'm just not impressed by anybody. But I was like, okay. He goes, yeah, you're going to have a little run with him. I go, all right, great. So the next weekend, Eric was in. And the reason Eric was in is because his mom and his brother, Micah, owned a pawn shop, like, in Salem, New Hampshire or something. Oh. Yeah, super bizarre and super weird. While like, I'm in town, I'll make a few bucks. Exactly, yeah. right? So he got booked for a couple weeks in a row. And uh, now literally he had just gotten let go from WCW. Like he was, So this he before was, Techno Team 2000? I don't know if it was before or after. I literally have the worst timeline. It means but, I'm awful with that yeah, too, yeah. But literally he was going over on Arn Anderson and all these guys with that STF, you know? Yeah. Step over to a whole face lock or whatever thing. 
Bobby Eaton. He's going over on everybody on every television show yeah. because his dad, Bill Watts, was the booker. He was the right. head guy in charge. Right. right. Well, Bill gets fired three weeks later after they get done jobbing him out. They let him go, right? Of course, Eric. yeah. So now Eric's working in Salisbury, Massachusetts <laughs> with me. <laughs> so I did a couple weeks with him, right? A couple week program with him. And he, I, I got to tell you, for as green as he was, I, I mean, I was green too. We was were he probably, really green then? Like, really? Yeah, like, like, I mean, a few years in, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But he had, because of who he was, he had already done six weeks in Germany twice or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. Like, working those camp shows and shit. So he was, he was pretty far advanced versus where I was, even if we were in for the same time because of the amount of work he yeah. had. Yeah. He's a know? big kid, big guy? <laughs> yeah. He's like six foot four, easily 225, 230 well, pounds. Like, and, and like lean, and like lean, in good shape. Right? Yeah. Big, yeah. And I remember him, uh, Callahan and Big City had an eighteen foot um old WWE ring yep. in that in that in that building. And I remember watching him run the ropes in three steps. Like but three like just like graceful steps. Not yeah. like not like me trying to leap across in three steps. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Graceful steps. I was like, Oh shit, this kid is big. So anyway, I worked a couple couple um matches with him or whatever and then we were gonna have the big blow off because he was leaving. So they're like, All right, you're gonna you're gonna go you're gonna go over whatever the finish is gonna be uh um, you know, we don't want to knock Eric off, so we're going to do a DQ finish. I was like, that's fine. They wanted me to put him over at first, and I was like, it doesn't make any sense. I'm going to be here next Saturday night. Like, excuse me, I've been around for six weeks. I'm not putting like, this fucking guy I over. Like, I was like, <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. Like, he's going away. Yeah. I've put him over the past three weeks or whatever. Let's just do something else. Be more creative than just having him go over on me again. Like you know every other mean? name that, co- that comes in. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? It just didn't make any sense because I'm going to be here again next week. So I'm gonna be the people that I'm gonna be the guy that people come to see or, or are gonna recognize. You know, it was great to see Eric Watts off of TV, but the run's gonna be over. So they go, all right. Well, we'll do a DQ finish. He's gonna put you in the STF. Callahan's gonna come in and schmoz him, call for the DQ. So we worked the match. We probably went 20, 25 minutes or whatever, and uh, he let, I got all sorts of heat on him and everything was good. We go into the finish. He puts me in the STF. I'm in the center of the ring. I'm selling like a madman, and I'm waiting for Callahan to run in. <laughs> You're still waiting for Callahan to come in. Scott Dickinson's a referee. He's like, all right, he should be coming. He should be coming. I'm like, all right. So I'm selling, like, fucking selling. You know what I mean? Like, literally, he'd just beaten everybody on television with this thing. (laughs) I'm selling. (laughs) I'm selling and waiting. Now I'm getting pissed. Yeah. Eric whispers in my ear. He goes, kid, you just got to tap out. They're not coming. I go, fuck you. (laughs) <laughs> you did not Absolutely I go fuck you Dickinson goes Sonny I don't think they're coming I go fuck you too <laughs> So then I stopped selling I literally sat there Just like Just like I'm looking at you right now In this In this move that he's beat Everybody with I wish you guys could see my face right now yeah. Okay <laughs> So I sat there Right Did Callahan ever come Nope Callahan never came what Was he taking a shit What was uh, going on There's more to this Okay alright So uh, So finally I'm fine it's, it's, I'm in this thing for I, it's going to be close to four and a half, five minutes. No. Yep. Two and a half of it, I'm not even selling anymore. I'm just sitting in it. So now Dickinson okay, being a Let me just referee. say really quick, by the yeah. way, you're in a hold. For those of you who don't know and you've never wrestled, you're in a hold and something is supposed to be happening. Four minutes is an e- a minute is an eternity. Yeah. So right. four minutes and this guy's finisher is, an, is, is eons. Yeah. The crowd fucking quiet because they're like, What's going on? Yeah, what's happening? Like, I stopped selling, so they're not they're not doing anything. He's just trying to wrench on it, you know what I mean? But I'm a little shorter than him. He's taller, so he can't really get any real like leverage that's gonna hurt me. You know what I mean? So I'm just sitting I'm just literally just sitting in it just like this. 
Now, now I'm thinking back on it. Dickinson, <laughs> Dickinson should have been smart enough to go. Ring the bell. Ring the bell. Ring right. the bell. He, he tapped out or whatever. So finally, now again, the crowd is fucking quiet as fuck. I just yell out, fine, I fucking quit. He rolls off me. I roll out of the ring. No selling. And I just I look at it. I look at Eric. I go fuck you. I look at Dickinson. I go fuck you. Big City is up in the music booth with a uh, buddy who used to do the music. And Callahan's up there. I go fuck you guys. Let me guess. Too. They told Callahan, don't go. They pulled yep. the fuck. They worked you. Yeah. Yeah. So from at that point, as soon as I roll out and give the first fuck you, Kevin Hughes is in the crowd. He goes, it's a fucking screw job. <laughs> he yells it. He fucking yells it. So he gets up. Now Kevin, I'm convinced at this point would take a fucking. <laughs> He would take a bullet for me. Kevin oh, yeah. Kevin fucking oh, yeah. loved me. Oh, yeah. So he comes storming in the back room with me. I don't even change. I grab my fucking bag. I'm, I'm fucking everybody. You know, fucking you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Everybody. And I fucking walk out while the next match is on or at the end of the show. People are still sitting there, like, confused as what's going on. Uh, people in the crowd are like, Sonny, what happened? I'm like, fuck you. I was so heated. So fucking heated. <laughs> Kevin and I <laughs> walked out. Jeff was in there too, so Jeff came over too, and he's like, "Those motherfuckers, they screwed you, those motherfuckers," because I didn't, I didn't think it was a good idea for me to do the job. So they <laughs> thought they were going to teach me a lesson. So, well, I don't wow. know how it worked out. For so him. you killed their house for him instead. The well, Salisbury the, screw job. Yeah, the Salisbury <laughs> screw job was before the. I think it was before the uh, Montreal screw job oh, too. Probably. Yeah. So dang. But here's the here's the sad part of the fucking thing. Two months later, Jeff and I are back there working as a tag team with dyed blonde hair. Of course, yeah. You know, because whatever, what? fucking, but I was bullshit. I was so <laughs> fucking heated, but yeah. Was he hot? Did you even talk to him again, or no? Nope. He just bounced. You didn't nope, see him it. again. No, nope. he, but I th- I'm convinced he was in on it. You know what I mean? Oh, sure. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I'm convinced he was in on it. Yeah. I don't think Dickinson was. No. Because Dickinson I, Dickinson and I were friends at the time. Scott's so great. I don't think, yeah, I don't think he would have done anything to, to hurt me like that. So, but yeah, I just, uh, yeah, f- almost five minutes of just. Fucking sitting in this guy's hold. Literally, I think a month before he had just beaten like stunning Steve Austin or something, you know, on <laughs> television with it. Like he, he month month earlier, he beat the guy who was about to become the biggest name in the business yeah. in decades. Yeah, and you're like, nope. You're ready yep. to take a nap out yep. of it. I'm like, nope. Not. I look. At, I think at one point I actually put my hand on my chin, like I mean, my face <laughs> on my palm of my hand, just like ah, fuck this. Wow. Yeah, it was the worst. The worst. The only time I've ever felt like I was. Being in that situation, has that has that ever happened to you? No, no, not really. No, not really. I I I I got pretty lucky with that. But I know somebody something like that did happen to. Hi, Marshall. <laughs> um, well, first of all, let me just say this: this beer is amazing. Rainbow oh, Sherbert. Rainbow. I got a rainbow, rainbow because from, it reminded me of Adam. <laughs> Prairie Artisan Ales, Rainbow Sherbet Sour That's Ale. Good. It tastes like sherbet. Does it really? It, like, like if you like if you put vinegar in sherbet, it's delicious Ugh. in the best way. It's it's fantastic. Prairie artisan ales. So, Marshall, why don't you tell us? I'll never forget <laughs> getting this text message. Oh yeah. Why don't you tell like, somebody? Yeah. Why don't you tell? Why don't you tell Sonny what happened when you worked with Tito? I don't think Tito? I've told you this. When, oh, this is the yeah. greatest thing that's ever happened ever. <laughs> so, uh, when, when you, and by the way, you, you must have worked with Tito Santana at some point, right? I, Never have talked to him on the phone, but never, uh, never. I, mean, I managed, with him. you know, worked with him as, as yeah. a manager, but I never like in the ring with him. But he's a tremendously nice guy. That's what and, I hear. I hear nothing but good things about. And him. he's the guy that told me. <laughs> he, this is the guy that told me, uh, uh, "You're never going to get any better in this business until you're ready to make yourself look like an ass." And anybody that's ever been in the ring with me knows the ass making commenced. Okay, yeah. so yeah. you know, I mean, but 
Well, Marsha McNeil. Here's Marsha McNeil. Then, then there you go. I, I made myself look like him. So I was so so anyway. So uh, this is only a few years ago. Uh, working, I was working a match with him, Tito Santana, for Top Rope, and uh, he comes into the back. Those of you who don't know, he's a WWE Hall of Famer, this legendary uh, wrestler, and yeah. just yeah. Go ahead, please. Yeah, Sorry, we're in, we're in the locker forever. room. Yeah, 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 we're in the locker room, right? And he uh, he comes up to me. He's like, "Hey, brother, how you doing? It's uh." Yeah, it will, yeah. Talking to the microphone. And, okay, thank you. Sorry, sorry. I keep looking at Sonny. He's behind me. Um, he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't you love that? <laughs> anyway, he goes, he's in the back. He's like, oh, yeah, hey, brother, we're going to have a, a good time tonight. It's going to be a lot of fun. And, you know, uh, you know what I'm thinking for the uh, finish is uh, – uh, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna leave my feet tonight. I'm not gonna give the flying jalapeno my finishing move. I'll just uh, finish you off with a small package, and we'll we'll go from you know we'll figure everything else out from there, right? I'm like, okay, yeah, that sounds good. So he comes back and he calls a few more spots in the beginning. He's like, he's like, he's like, yeah, we'll do this in the beginning, and you know, we'll lock up and you do this, and we'll do the, you know, I'll get just you know, give me a shot, a cheap shot for the cutoff, and. And uh, go into the heat and this and that. Da, 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 da. I'm not going to leave my feet for the finish. Uh, you know, I'm not going to give the flying burrito. Uh, just roll me up for the small package, you know. I'm like, okay. So he, I go back. I'm still putting my stuff on. He comes back. Changes a few more things. Still the finish is the small package, right? Randomly, he gets a nosebleed. And he's laying there. On you know, laying there on one of the benches in the locker room, holding his nose, pinching his nose, his head. Eighties wrestler got a nosebleed. Yeah, weird. weird. And he goes, he goes, oh yeah, brother, I, I'm I'm in rough shape now. You know, I I'm definitely you know, definitely no way I'm I'm leaving my feet tonight now with this nosebleed. So we'll do this and we'll change this up and we'll do that and da 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 da, and uh, I'll roll you up for the small package for the finish. I'm like, all right, sounds good. We go out there, we do the match. Everything's going fine. Everything's going great. What's he do? He hits me with his finishing move, the flying burrito. Right? <laughs> was it a burrito or a jalapeno? Uh, like he a, said jalapeno. Uh, jalapeno. They, it's been called flying jalapeno, flying burrito. Is, yeah, yeah. Whatever it is, it, it's a flying forearm. He jumps off his yeah. feet, and it's a flying forearm, right? So he, he hits me with the flying forearm, right? I'm laying there, and I know I've watched Tito Santana. I've watched '80s wrestling for years, and I know what people, especially the old timer guys. I, can I just say, by the way, just let me just add really quick. Now we're talking about like how things will slow down in there. Like, like time is different in there. Like, like eight oh. minutes will go by like like a like a yeah. second, but thirty seconds will go by like an hour. Right. Yeah. You know, so I can't imagine how long these next few seconds were oh, to you. Oh, they, they must, were. Oh, I, they were. I mean, he hits me with the thing. I'm laying there. He pins me. The referee goes. One, it was like in slow motion, Sonny, and I'm sitting there. I go, "Wait, who's the ref?" Oh God, was it the old man with the glasses? No, who oh, was it? Fuck that guy. Um, <laughs> no, who were some of the top rope? I don't even know. Refs. It might. You, you know who I think it was? I think it was Adam, the ref. Oh, okay. okay. I think it was Adam. Adam's yeah, great. Okay. I think I think it was Adam. I can't. I, I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, let's say it was. So anyway, he goes. He goes. One, and I'm sitting there. I'm laying there. I'm thinking. I know I shouldn't. Two, I really know I shouldn't. Three, and I and I, I come out of I come out of Tito Santana's finisher. What the fuck were you I come right the hell out, out of Tito Santana. I kick out. I kick out. Wait, 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 Sonny. He goes like this. He goes like this. He he looks back at me like this. He, people can't see me. They're listening. But he goes like this. He goes. Oh. <laughs> 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 so I'm like. <laying> <laughs> 
I'm laying there. He, I mean, he looks at me and makes it sound like I just took up a, sh- a machine gun and blew his whole family away because I kicked out of the finisher, right? Oh. So he pulls me out. He pulls me out so to the center great. of the ring, and he puts me in the figure four, which was ori- his original finisher, like back in the day, like way back. He used the figure oh. four leg like Before that, it was actually the Indian Deathlock. So there. Oh, there oh. you go. Whoa. So he puts me in the figure four leg lock, and I'm selling it, and I kind of sell up so I can just. People can see my face, and I look at him. I go, I go, tap, tap. He goes, tap you motherfucker, tap you motherfucker. And I'm just like, <laughs> like it, my life depended on it. Right? Tito, you got Tito to swear? Yeah, but then, I know, but right? Then, but then we go. But here's the thing. You were saying he's like the nicest guy. We go in the back, and I was like, I was like, oh Tito, I'm sorry. I, I was waiting for this. He's like, no, brother, that was really good. Thank you very much. That was a lot of fun. All smiles, everything like that. Was, he was a nice guy. He was, he he didn't he wasn't pissed or anything like you know, that. He was a nice guy. Though, with Tito though, he probably done so many of those fucking matches where he's like kind of like Tony Atlas. You, yeah. You don't even have to know Tony Atlas and you know what kind of match you're gonna have. Right. Saying that you always had the same match with Snooker and everything, yeah. right? Yeah. So he must have done a million of those matches where he's just like, ah, fuck it. Like if the guy if the kid fucks up, at what least am he's, I got this. He probably know? got put with so many guys that dropped the finish and they couldn't work. At least yeah. he's, you know, at dropped least the, at least work. had it can work, right? Yeah. You know, so wow. Except for when it comes to the finish. Oh, how great is that? But that's your that's your, home, that's your fucking town, kid. You ain't fucking jobbing into this. I'm not. Come on, fucking Fall forum. River. Fall River. <laughs> Listen, hey, and like you said with Eric Watts and Arn Anderson, Siva, you know, he beat. Shawn Michaels with that forearm. He beat Greg Valentine yeah. for the Intercontinental Championship with that forearm, but he didn't beat me with that forearm. <laughs> yeah, how great is that? That's a good point. And I but didn't of course, even think about that He's way. such a nice guy. He didn't get hot. Yeah, didn't even get hot. <laughs> no, you he know, didn't. didn't even no, get he hot. Was, he, he was so cool about it. He was like, no, brother, don't worry about it. It was fun, you know, and it Did it you was have fun. to explain to him, like, I, I thought you were going to small package me? No, I did. I was, I was like, I'm sorry, Tito. I was waiting for the small package. And he's like, no, 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 that's okay. Don't worry about it. Oh, that's so good. That's fucking good. Did you ever drop a spot like that, Sonny? Like, really bad? Like, that still haunts you, like, to this day? Like, I made little mistakes or really didn't bother me, but, I mean, I made one that still gets me to this day. It doesn't haunt me. I mean, you know. No, no, that's too funny. I had a couple beers that night, and I was fine. Yeah. Not for finishes, but, like, spots, (laughs) you know, but nothing. What's the one that haunts you? I was, like, I was, like, brand new as a worker. I had been managing, and I was yeah. just starting to kind of branch out and get some work. And I went and I, uh, and I worked for Spada, like Spada, which is always an experience, right? So, but um, there was like a run-in at the end of the match. A couple guys were gonna come in. It was a uh, Mike, Mike Steele, I think, yeah. and myself, and I can't remember who we were working with. And Tim McNeeny was coming in, right? Graduate, and, yeah. Yeah, and he's coming in. He's like, he's like, okay, look, I'm gonna toss you a chair and give you a drop kick you know yeah. and he goes just you know just be careful because i knocked out stevie richard's tooth with it and i'm too handsome to get my face fucked up right so Absolutely. so i'm kind of yeah. like you know he tosses it to me he missed it by a yard and i took and the bump, bump anyway. i heard the whole crowd go they're like up oh, ah they're oh like that you know and he comes over he's laughing i go do you fucking miss he goes yeah and then and then even worse what happened is like um, Dwayne Gill was there, and uh, and a bunch of guys were like at the at the curtain watching the match, yeah. you know. And I guess because I was, they didn't know who I was at this point, you know. Like, Who's this guy? Oh, he's doing a good job. Great. Oh, maybe oh, not. It, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, uh, to this day, that bothers that me. That reminds me of one spot that fucking will live with me forever. And luckily, that nobody saw it. But I was working. With, we were working at uh, uh, Holman Stadium in Nashua for Costa, 
and I was working with Gary Gold. Jeff loved having me with Gary Gold because we just beat the shit out Didn't of him. Didn't he do other. like, he did like a flare gimmick, right? Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. dead on. The nature yeah. boy nature Gary boy. Gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Original. Um, so the yeah. spot was supposed to be, the spot was supposed to be, uh, I'm whipping Gold off the ropes. Jeff's going to grab his foot and trip him, you know, while I have the ref. Yeah. <laughs> but the spot was supposed to be, so Gary reverses it. Jeff's not looking, pulls my foot. Of course, yeah. Well, Jeff misses the spot. Guess who took a face bump anyway? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's worse than mine. Yeah, just not even near that side of the ring. I fucking just take a <laughs> phantom fucking face bump. <laughs> I was like, "Are you fucking?" I I remember taking the bump and then going, "Holy Christ, what the fuck is yeah. wrong with me?" Like just, oh, that's stupid. so good. Yeah, that's like, so good. Like for nobody, I, I, like I, a ghost. It must. It was probably that kid from the apartment. Yeah. Probably, right? Yeah, 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 probably. Motherfucker. I was uh, I was working in Connecticut, and I can't, remember, I can't remember who I was working with. I know that Aaron was out there. I think my tag partner was Aaron, and I can't remember who we were working with, but uh, our buddy Jay, our guitar player Jay, yeah. he, was, he was doing the Masked Janitor gimmick. He was our manager, right? And he had a big old push broom, and the push broom was, the finish was with the push broom. Was, you know, so... And he's just getting harassed by kids. These kids are all over him, and there's no security. There's no ropes up. There's the kids are up his ass, right? And time again, time stood still, right? I look at him. I go, janitor, get the broom. And he and he looks at me and he goes, he points over and he goes, the kid took it. I'm like, you got your gimmick stolen by a ten year old? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> Goes, the, the kid took it. The kid took it. I'm like, so luckily Aaron was out there. We ended up doing something with Aaron. Like I think Aaron came up and blocked yeah. and boom, and then went into the finish or something. But yeah, oh. the kid took it. That's that was the great. best. It was so good, so good. I think the one that bothered me for a little while, and it was because it was like a, there was a close shot. I mean, wait, it, it wasn't when you kicked out of Tito's finish. No, yeah, not that one. No, that, that one. No, no he was you. fine after no. two beers. So two that beers. Was, yeah, this one that. still yeah. bugs yeah. him. Yeah, this is the one. No, and even yeah. this one doesn't bother me. But it, like, <laughs> in the beginning, it, it bothered me in the beginning, like when I actually gave a shit. And it was, um, remember that kid? It was one of his, the kid that was in the wheelchair that book shows. That's what I was working mother. for with the spot with with, 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 with yeah. that one with Jay. Matt in Connecticut. Yeah, yeah. It was that. It was that. It may have even been that same show. And I was working with. Uh, I think I was. Ma- funny about him in a minute too. So go ahead, please. I think I was managing. I think I was with Kevin that night. No, I may have been. No, I was with. I don't know who I was with. Kevin was the other. Was the opponent though, Landry, and I go in there, and I put my hand down on the mat right, and there's a close up, like the camera's right there, whatever camera that this kid had right, and Kevin comes over. And in a working fashion, stomps the hand, right? Well, I'm I'm looking behind me at the crowd. You didn't feel it. I didn't sell a damn thing, <laughs> right? And then and then I turned and he saw that, and then I turned around, and then he like really stomped my hand, and oh, I was yeah, like, oh, yeah. oh fuck, right? Yeah. Oh know, god. Just, yeah. Sometimes those happen though, and you just like you feel like such a fucking idiot though. Right, you know what right. I mean? Like <sighs> at the begin, right? At, but you at, have to move on though. Right, was, exactly. When when you're and that was like I don't know, I was maybe like ten matches. I, I was still green. Yeah. I was still super new, and like so at that point, I was like, "Oh man, everyone's gonna think I'm the shits now because I did this." And um, the the and now I look back at it, I'm like, I don't fucking care. Yeah, like yeah. it happens, whatever. Right. whatever. Exactly. It's, it it's happens. funny how you're uh, like how how 
as you get longevity in this business, the spot you're used in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you said, like a lot of times we'd go to shows and we'd be like, hey, I got this green kid. Can you get him through a 10 minutes or whatever, eight minutes? You know, and then when we were starting, though, we were those guys. Like, yeah. Oh, f- for me, I worked again a year and a half with just Jeff Costa. Yeah. And I, that must have been great, though. I, I mean, was pissed about it, though, because my best friend Dave is working with everybody else, right? Yeah. It wasn't until years later that I realized, I go, fuck. I go, Jeff was Jeff was grooming me, teaching me how, how to actually work. It's a compliment, yeah. Right. Dave, Doesn't feel that way then. Dave, no, not at all. Dave got put with all these other guys who were on the same level as him, like Bob Evans and, and Rip and, and uh, Billy Wilcox, tag team and shit like that, right? Working with Steve Bradley and shit. And I was fucking jealous because I wanted to do stuff, right? I, yeah. was like a, I was always a big guy, but I was athletic. I wanted to do stuff. With Jeff, it was a slow, methodical 80s pace. And- I didn't realize it until I turned heel and working with a green baby face that I'm like, oh, fuck, that year and a half I spent under the hood working that pace. We learned so taught much. Me how to yeah. be an effective heel. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it, but it just, it's crazy. that. And then years later, you know, you just, like, you go through the phases. Of, you must have done it too, and you must have done it too, where you just fucking hate everything about the business. Yeah. But you're still in, you're still there. You're, every you're, fucking you're, you week. get, right. It, it, like, I, my last year was rough. I was in, I, I have a lot of health problems, and I was in so much pain, and I'm, I was miserable, you know? But I More got, than normal? Yeah, way oh, more. Okay. I was, but I was determined to, like, I'm going to go out on my terms, and I'm just going to do it. But poor Bessie, you know, I'd be leaving, I'd be miserable. I remember one time, I'm just, what the fuck am I doing? I can't, and I'm just, just so anxious about the whole thing. And she goes, then why are you going? And I went, because it's fun! You know what I mean? Right? You know? Yeah. Exactly. It's so funny. It's so crazy. It is crazy. I just remember, like, being at shows just, like, driving there, and I'm like, this sucks. And then once you get there and you sit in the locker room with, you know, guys like you or or Adam or Nick Steele or whatever, and you're like, all right, this isn't so bad. And then it's your bell time, and you're like, fuck this. You know, and you just want that eight minutes to get over with as quickly as possible or Fifteen or whatever it is, so you can just get in the back again and shoot the shit. I right? remember when I when I started, you know, I'd be like, you'd go in there and they're like, okay, idol versus blah blah blah, six minutes. I'd be like, ah, oh, shit, I want to go work and you know whatever. But and then, you know, then you go higher in the card and you yeah. work you work longer. And and now I'm like, man, when can I just do a six minute match again? Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. My, my, you know? right. But thing. did you ever find it like I always found it harder to go? Uh, 12 than it was to go 20 or 8 than it was to go 20 because it's a different pacing thing. Yeah, completely different pacing. You know, a totally yeah. different pacing thing, you know, yeah, and, and you yeah. could, you know. Yeah, because the longer you go, I feel like if you have that 15 to 20 mark, y- you can control the pace a lot more than you can and tell the different story than you can in 12 to 14. Yeah. It's just, it's, complete, it's, a different, it's, it's completely different It's a totally story. different thing. Yeah. Yeah. I would get more blown up in, in 8 than I would in 20. Yeah, because you felt like you had to. Work harder, tell a different story in a, in well, a shorter amount of time. Plus, you're not working the hold as much. You're right. not like, you know, you're not taking powders. You're not doing yeah. any of that stuff, of that you know? Shit. So, yeah, hey, did you ever have a guy, you ever walk up, like, walk around the locker room and, like, you're introducing yourself to people and you introduce yourself to somebody and you're like, yeah, we, we worked a couple months ago. And yet, and yet you, had no, you had no recollection of who they were? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it happens to me a lot. <laughs> a lot. Like, it's embarrassing how much it happens. Like, They'd be like, like, "Oh, we had this match up there, and blah blah blah." And yeah. I, I'm, I have no recollection of it. Yeah, like or they it go, becomes. Sonny, we've met 15 times. I'm like, yeah. "Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. Oh, I remember I no you're clue. the guy with the thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember you were our manager. Uh huh. And it was me, Pachito, Anthony Pachito, 
Wolf. There's well, a name. And Ian yeah. Connolly. Oh, Jesus. Right? Yeah. And we're working with you, Dave, I think. And then you guys are the baby faces, and you and your your third partner was a guy in a white singlet that looked like if you put Jason Blade in the dryer and just shrunk him down like a littler guy, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, Mike something or other. I can't remember his name. And I remember we're looking at each other because Ian and that guy were just having their – they're not listening to anything. And they went like six minutes on their own. We got a six-minute tag match. We're going like 15 Right, and I remember us looking. We're like, "What the fuck is going on?" Right? We're like, "What is going on?" And we're yelling, "Tag out!" Tag. They're not tagging out. I kicked that kid's head off for the cutoff. I just like, <laughs> I Marshall grabs his foot. He's looking. I ran across the ring and just booted him in the neck. Like, <laughs> was that uh, what was it? Shaba, Shaba Shibo or something like that? I have no idea. Wasn't it one of Bob's kids? It was one of Bob's kids, but I don't know what his name. It was yeah. just, he was a short he kid. It looked just guy. like Jason like, Blade, only yeah. short. And kind of in shape. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. Remember that? I, I, remember, I remember being yeah. so hot. Yeah. I go back. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, you got you got to listen to the people. You, you know, here's a two least. I'm, I'm just went off on them. Here's are two least experienced people on the match. And you're not even listening. But I was ready to kill them both. Yeah, it's, that was always <laughs> the worst. You know, because Bob did that a lot to us. Like, we yeah. worked with all his students. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? And, ah, oh, Sonny, get the best you can out of them. Or Idol, get the best you can out of them. And you're like, oh, fuck, man. These, sometimes... I, I got fucking put with, um, what were they called? The fucking Kylie, uh, fuck Rocco, Doug Summers, and yeah, 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 Kylo, oh, Kylo, yeah, yeah, no, uh, Clip, D Clip unit, O'Reilly, D unit, yeah. yes. Holy shit! Like a lot, a lot. We got we did three <laughs> boxing matches. Yeah, three. Yeah, and and the first one, I remember it was six different pairs of gloves. Like some were just like speed bag gloves, some were like comical <laughs> fucking clown gloves, and then some were just like it was like MMA gloves. It was the worst. And I just remember saying, "Guys, we're fucking throwing punches out there," and I'm the re- I'm the mope who said this. I go, "We gotta fucking stiff each other because otherwise it's gonna look like shit." Yeah, I got dropped to my knee the first shot. <laughs> I almost got legit knocked out the first shot. It was fucking clips. Cocked me right in the jaw, and I was like, blah, 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 blah. I was ready to quit my life right then. I was just like, this sucks. Clippy was a good guy, though. He was man. such he a good is. guy. He, was a great... he lives in Connecticut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, he messaged me not long ago. Like, was he having marital trouble? Is that why he was trying I... to slide into your DMs? <laughs> That's not a no. Uh, that? Is that a innuendo? Was it a no, no, he's no, I, he lives in Connecticut, so and and. He works not far from where I work, or he was such you know, a good guy. Was and and, and uh, you know we talked a little bit, and, but we didn't really. I was trying to meet him up, you know, meet him out somewhere one night, and just it didn't. See, that's didn't hear what, didn't hear back a, from him like, after that. Think of those crew, that crew of guys. Yeah, like I've seen Rocco since. I haven't seen clips since he quit the business. Really? Yeah. He, I got Doug Summers, He was I looking wouldn't. for a place to train. I I I, I hooked. I sent. Him, I connected him with Wagner. I just don't think it ever happened. Yeah. I don't know. Is this recent? Uh, last year. Oh, something. Yeah, because he's been out for a while. Yeah. He, yeah, yeah, he has. But he's not. He's in the area. He's <laughs> Rocco. Remember the first time I worked with Rocco. The, the, this is a great. Okay, so we're in Somerville, right? Uh, At yeah. good times, right? Yeah. And um, the 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 guy that I was supposed to work with was supposed to be on ring crew, and he conveniently showed up at at bell time, and he comes walking in, and I'm like, "You blew your spot." Uh, no, and I, I got Rocco, right? And he's like, I'm not on the show? I'm like, you fucking show up at, at bell time. His name, is, his name is Justin. He was only around for a little while. 
And he was supposed to be on Ring Crew, and he shows up at bell time, right? So now I got Rocco, and I tell Rocco, I was doing a thing with um, uh, Steve King, yep. right? Okay. And I go at the end, I go, look, it, Steve's going to shove me. Give me a shove. You ro- Rocco, you roll me up. But wait for the shove, okay? Looking back, I, c- I should have just gone, but I was just so hot at him for not waiting. I'll never forget. I'm sitting there like arguing because Rocco kicks out, you know? Yeah. And then, you know, I'm face-to-face with Steve King, you know, and Rocco goes to roll me up. I just turned and punched him in the eye. Bang! Like, <laughs> like, Straight downward just, punch. Pow! Just like that. That's <laughs> fucking awesome. That is so and awesome. Then, and then we're tearing down the ring, and this fucking kid that was supposed to be working with me, he's just in the bar, right? Ugh. And I, that, I had it. That's Tom was head of the ring crew that night. Antonio Thomas, he's head of the ring crew that night. I had it. I just walked in the bar, and I found him, and I just told him off i just told him off and he and he, he goes dude i and i go do not say another word <laughs> okay and i just told him off the bouncers come over they made me leave <laughs> I, I went i just went back he goes yeah. sir we're gonna have to ask you to leave i go no need and i just walked away and, and, and the kid never wrestled again <laughs> that's my favorite huh? i have one of those stories yeah uh he was a kid doing uh, photo- uh film for sheldon brian something or other yeah so he was he worked for a brief minute for Costa. Okay. And I went to one show after I was done working for Costa. I went to one show and I think I was maybe just starting to book for Sheldon or just just maybe going to take over the book. Right. And I, so I just wanted to go see what kind of people were out there. And I remember it was uh, Eggy Panther Martin. <laughs> Love him. And uh, wearing a yellow singlet, pasty as all fuck, <laughs> working with this kid Brian. A minute and a half in, this kid Brian was blown the fuck up in Eggy's controlling the pace. Oh. Eggy's almost 400 pounds at this point you know what i mean right. like a big fucking kid and he's slowing it down to control the pace because this kid is gassed they went all of four and a half five minutes of the fuck one of the worst matches i've ever seen and eggy was like six months in so i don't blame anything on him right. but after the show i'm saying my goodbyes to everybody right and uh brian goes hey you see my match i go yeah and i went to go walk away he goes what you think and i went literally i just my back was turned i went <laughs> i go do you really want to know he goes yeah and I proceeded to rip into this kid for, I don't know, seemed like a half an hour, 40 minutes. And he <laughs> got teary-eyed and cried. And I think that was his last match. And wow. then he went to go oh. photography. It was honestly, like, a, that was one of those points that I was just like, I'm tired of being the nice guy going, oh, good job, kid. Good job, yeah, kid. Right. Yeah. I was just like, fuck this. If the match sucks, if they don't ask, I'm not going to give any feedback. You know what I mean? I'm just going to, hey, nice to see you and try to leave. But this kid wanted to know. So I told him. I had one of... Bob's guys asked me, hey, can you watch my match? And I said, sure. It was like a six-man tag or something like that, and, and it was not good. It was really bad, right? And the guys in the apron are sort of sitting there with their, their hands on their, their head, their chins on their hands, and they don't care and whatever. And he comes up and goes, did you watch a match? I said, yeah. And he goes, what did you think? And I go, all right, well, and I just kind of told him, dude, this, that. It was really, really bad. And I'm mid-sentence, and he goes, how was my moonsault? And I just said, it was great, and I walked away. That was it. I, I had that almost exact conversation with Don Juan DeSanto. Really? Yeah. He goes, he's asking me about the match, and it was terrible, you know, and I go, I go, it was fucking bad, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but what about my moonsault? And I went, can you work a fucking armbar? <laughs> and then I just walked away from him. And I think he thinks I hated him from that time because I didn't see him or talk to him for a long time up until one of the times he came back to Jeremy's house. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Years. Right. But yeah. I was like, are you, f- how, how about your fucking moonsault? I'm like, Piss off. Like, yeah. <laughs> piss off. Well, yeah. Maybe How long we, have we gone? 
uh, an hour and 11 and a half minutes. That's pretty yeah, damn good. It's pretty it's, damn good. And it's starting to get dark, so let's move on to the, the uh, last part of the show. We have one perfect. constant on this podcast, and we call it the final three. Pew, 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 pew. pew. All right, these are the final three questions of the podcast. Question number one is usually, how do you take your coffee? You've both already answered that. So what uh, Bessie and I have been doing is our little snack venture thing. Do you guys have, like, a favorite snack food right now? And you, look it. We're three fat guys on a couch. We have our favorite snack foods. Okay, so uh, what do you guys got? What do you have for a favorite snack yeah, food? A pound, a pound of pasta with some meatballs in it. <laughs> really? <laughs> Just a light snack. Just something little. Just, just something to hold them over till lunch. <laughs> <laughs> and then between lunch and dinner, a whole meatloaf. <laughs> a pound of pasta. No, but in all seriousness, uh, do you have a favorite snack food right now or no? Uh, 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 no, nothing uh, that comes to mind. I do like some chips and sauce. Riveting <laughs> conversation as usual. No How kidding, about right? you, Sonny? Like you didn't know it was coming. <laughs> like you didn't know it was like, coming. Yeah. It, well, maybe you should listen more often. Maybe. So I've uh, because I've been doing this whole thirty thing in sixty days now. I'm trying to eat clean. I've uh, I've taken to like in, uh, pork rinds, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So fucking good. Yeah. Like just the plain ones or whatever. But if you you can get them. I got sea salt and vinegar ones. I How got, were uh, those? Oh, fucking delicious. Okay. So fucking good. That's my favorite chip flavor. Yeah. They're okay. delicious. Yeah. They're fucking so good. I got a um, Chipotle barbecue one or something like that, too. Yeah. Delicious. I They're just like just the so hot spicy good. ones are yes. so good. Yeah. They're, all of them. They're just, I told Betty, Betty went shopping today because we're watching the UFC fights tomorrow, and she goes, what do you want for snacks? I go, pork rinds. Pork rinds. <laughs> yeah, super healthy, but whatever. There's no carbs in them, you know no, what I mean? So whatever, like, man. Whatever. So that's been my, my snacky treat. And then jerk-flavored plantain chips. Jerk flavor plantain chips. I that love Jamaican good. jerk. I yeah. love that, dude. I sous so vide chicken thighs and Jamaican oh. jerk, and then and then threw them on the grill. They were insane. Yeah, jerk is it's weird. It's so like, there's yeah, like there's it's like twenty ingredients in that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's not a, not an easy one to make. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, little spice. These, yeah, these I just buy in a bag from Trader Joe's or whatever. Yeah, all right, I'll delicious. try them. Yeah, I'll try the jerk chicken down at when we went to Jamaica for the. Yeah. Oh my god! You, they, there was like a little shack right on the beach. Oh yeah, they would just line up and go and get it. Oh my god! Yeah, oh my god! I, how do you so not awesome. get that there right. every day? In Jamaica, yeah. every day. How do you is, not? Is, is right. Jerk chicken different than chicken jerk though? Yeah. <laughs> uh, mm, mm. I jerking in Jamaica. Jerking though? chicken in Jamaica. Jerking, oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Or on the street corners of where are you from? <laughs> Hartford, not Hartford. Me, Enfield. 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 Yeah, you Enfield. Enfield, Connecticut. All right. Very good. All right. Question number two is, uh, what is the last movie you saw either at home or in the theater? I obviously haven't been to the theater. And without any spoilers, do you have any thoughts? Which one do you want to go first? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let Adam. Oh, okay. Thank you. Uh, I will do two movies because I watched them in the same night. Okay. Uh, one of the uh, Which Harry Potter movie? Prisoner of Azkaban. Such a good movie, yeah. Prisoner Great. of Azkaban. And then right before that, it was Saturday night. I didn't feel like going out and doing anything, so I watched A League of Their Own with Snooks, my mom. Snooker. <laughs> a League of Their Own is Op- so great. Opened, a good movie. opened up a bottle of wine crying? and we watched and we watched uh, A League of Their Own. My favorite my favorite part of that is when He's like, my coach was such and such, and he came all the way. To, he called me a walking pile of pig shit when my parents came all the way from Philadelphia to see me play. And did I cry? No, no. My, it just cracks me up. My favorite is well, one of my favorites, and I and I use this line all the time is when um, 
And the guy says to Tom Hanks, says, uh, I especially like the part where you scratch your balls for an hour. <laughs> and then Tom Hanks says, uh, well, anything worth doing is worth doing right. right yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. And you liked them both great? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. They're, awesome. they're great movies. Yeah. So great, yeah. How about you? Uh, so, Betty and I were both off today. And we, uh, Betty put a bunch of movies on Prime Video, right? And we do this all the time. Like a Friday night, we're sitting home together because, you know, the world shut down. And we're like, uh, let's watch a movie. And we'll take... 45 fucking minutes to pick a movie and then inevitably she ends up falling asleep before we even pick one right <laughs> so one day she was home and she just put a bunch of movies on our my list right on the prime video thing so i go well, let's start watching them so we watched one today it's called getaway it's made in 2020 easily one of the worst movies i've ever seen in my life <laughs> oh great. no spoilers though no spoilers All right, there you who go. was in it you know uh steve something Okay. Um, Scout is some chick. A couple okay. of good-looking chicks, but <laughs> nobody knows, nobody you would ever hear of. Yeah, they might be bagging your groceries tomorrow at the Maybe, Big Maybe, right? Well, yeah, whatever. Hey, they did a movie. Yeah, they it's did more a than movie. I can say. It's, it was so bad. <laughs> so fucking bad. We, we started watching um, Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein the other night. We got about halfway about through that. it, and then yeah. Best fell asleep. But when's the last time you saw that movie? I, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I've ever seen it. Me either. Really? I See, I, I'm a huge fan of horror movies, and I hear you talking about them on your on the pod with yeah. us. And uh, but I think we have different tastes in like horror movies. Like uh, my favorite horror movie of all time is the uh, is the Conjuring. Oh, it's great! It's, I love real horror movies, but we're just we're just I don't know, man. There's so everybody, much. Everybody, like you said, everybody's doing well, reviews of those. Plus, like I don't I look at. I'll say it. We're, we're st- I've been stuck in the house for seven months. I'm already depressed. I, it, I, we're just watching things that are a little more lighthearted these days. Yeah. So that's no, why I've been that, watching that more like. Sense. But I Conjuring. The Conjuring is an amazing movie. I so love. Good. I love horror movies. Yeah. Love them. I love them. What did you see? Twenty eight days later. Yeah, not in a long time though. That yeah, was the vampire one or virus or whatever, right? It's a, what well, it's it? kind of a kind of a zombie, a zombie movie, thing? but yeah. but, but it's a virus. But but like but like they made zombies be able to run fast, which is fucking yes, horrifying. Yes, yes, yes. It's, yeah, so, it's so it's been scary. a while since I've seen it, but really, you know, that's another thing you and I have in common is that uh, we both dated and married way out of our league. So, like, uh, dude, I'm so <laughs> out of my league like, with this I, one. I, our women are way better people than us. Oh yeah, for sure, uh, dude. I, dude <laughs> Dude, your wife is way better of a person than you. Yeah, I don't get it at all. Yeah. It's not even like I can fuck or anything. I can't, so (laughs) I have no idea why she's with me. I don't know. It's got to be your personality. I don't know. It's (laughs) certainly not your your head of hair. No, definitely not. (laughs) Definitely not. No, I have no idea. Hey, what Bessie sees in me, I'll never know. Yeah, none of us get it. We all just... I, like if there is a god, thank you, I guess. (laughs) There was a... There was a... It was a roast of Billy King, all right? And I was on the panel, so of course, every, and I had just started dating Bessie, so of course everybody's talking about, you know, talking about my, you know, it's a little little early for a for a, a what do you call it a um, midlife crisis, yeah, yeah. You know, as if I'm going to make it to a hundred, right? But anyway, it's like a little <laughs> little early for a midlife crisis, right? You know, and all the, they're all picking on me. So when I, it was my turn to go up, I said. Yeah, I know everybody's talking about my young girlfriend. I know I have a girlfriend who's who I, I'm 17 years older than her, which, by the way, is the right way to say that. I can't say she's 17 years younger than me because the first thing people hear is she's 17, yep. and then I can literally see them like break into slow motion, and then when I say younger than me, they snap back in, you know. So like, like they already don't think I'm creepy enough, right? <laughs> anyway, anyway, I, I'm like, oh, okay, I have, I have a much younger, beautiful girlfriend with a good job and she thinks she's the lucky one sick burn guys you got me good <laughs> right. <You know>? right. <laughs> yeah it's i don't know how we did it though because i don't know again dude. like i mean <laughs> question number three oh, is God. question number three is do you have a local small business that you would like to plug either one of you wants to go first go for it 
I went okay. first last time. I'm going to go first. So I brought uh, Mr. Idol two four-packs of beer tonight. Thank you so much for that, by the uh, way. So from good. A, from a beer store in New Hampshire, in Milford, New Hampshire, called Barley and Hops. They're a craft beer and wine shop. And they have beers from all over the place in this. And it's, it's not a huge place, but it's, I mean, for cans of beer, there's a lot of beer in there. And I, uh, they were super helpful. I told him I was looking for some sours. He knew exactly what I was looking for and picked out a couple for me. And the two most expensive ones great. in the store? Yeah, exactly. I think that's just coincidence. So. Of course, yeah. Yeah, they just happen to be the best ones. Yeah. Oh, they're so, very good, by the way. Yeah, Thank you so I, much. And uh, I'm glad you liked them. And they're actually right in my hometown. I actually, and I was telling the guy tonight, you know, for as long as I spent in the restaurant business, I really wanted to be a beer guy. I, yeah. I tried so hard. I, they call um, like a wine drink, you know, a wine specialist is a sommelier. Sommelier, yeah. A beer specialist is a Cicerone. Really? Yeah. And I actually signed up to go to classes. I was going to be a Cicerone until I started reading the the, uh, the criteria or whatever, you know what I mean, the, the curriculum. Yeah. And uh, for the final test, you have to be able to drink a beer and detect notes of and break it down. And I was like, oh, beer tastes like shit to me, so <laughs> I guess I'm not going to be a Cicerone. Cicerone. Have there you ever had a sour? No. You don't like sour stuff? Do you like no. like vinegar? Oh, okay. I, no, I mean I, I just don't like if I'm gonna have a beer, literally it's gonna be a Coors Light or something or, uh. or a Shock Top or something that I know that it's well, it still tastes gross, but it's not the worst. Have you tried like a real like a juicy IPA, like a real juicy IPA? No. All right, when, when we can, we'll have to bring it to the place in town. He makes some beautiful like really juicy IPAs. They're like literally like it, it can taste like pineapple and grapefruit and whatever and it's not because they put that in there but it's just right. from the from the hops that they sure. use really I, really I good. actually i feel like inadequate because betty is the beer drinker in the house really yeah she like every week she goes out shopping she's coming back with a 12 pack or a six pack or something and i'm just like ew gross i'm, I'm gonna grab a couple beers for you to bring home yeah, for her to try please all right he reacts you to beer like i react to vagina, to vagina. <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 yucky ah! <laughs> yucky <laughs> Uh, do, so, do you have a local small business or no? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Don't say Powder Hollow Brewery. No, no. I okay. said that last time. <laughs> That'd be fine. I wouldn't mind if you did. No, no, so. no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, Lulu, we'll do uh, Lulu's Pizza and Field Connecticut. Oh, good stuff. Yeah, you know, because uh, inevitably, when I'm, you know, when I start off the week and I'm like, you know, I'm gonna have a healthy week this week, and I go to the brewery and I have like four or five beers, and I'm gonna. I say to myself, I'm going to go home and make a salad. I'm like, no, I stop at Lulu's. I get a pizza. Yeah, it's so smart and, way. And, and, Do you put any vegetables on that pizza, though? Because that's uh, still healthy. It counts, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's the peppers and onions with the pepperoni Perfect. and the sausage. And So I, I call there now, and, and I'm like, yeah, I'll get this. And, da, 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 da. and they're like, okay, great. Should we put that under Adam? I'm like, yes, you should. I'll see you in 30 minutes. <laughs> yep. That's great. That's the kind of place you want. Yeah, your that picture's going to be on that wall. Anything else, guys? Anything else? I, I, honestly, I just want to thank you. I, this has been a long time coming, John. It's, it, <laughs> yeah. I, literally, it's been since June of last year. Yeah. At the New England Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame since I've seen you. Yeah. We talk weekly, but yeah. it's not seeing you, though, is completely different. It's uh, so it different. Can we I'm do so this again, please? I mean, I, yeah. Again, we'll is, think of one agenda to talk about, and we'll talk for an hour so and a half like we did this time. When you first started having uh, doing the podcast, we had talked about, I remember we had talked about having you come down, or oh, right when the pandemic started, and you right. started doing your porch gigs here. Yeah. I talked about having, uh, I called it a social distancing social yeah. at my house, but then obviously you- you know, with the RA, you can't do the health issues. You can't, and uh, yeah. and then our buddy Rob, like, 
you yeah. know, he just went through. I don't Have know. you talked to him, by the way? Yeah, actually, I just uh, took him to a show two Saturdays ago. We what? went to a wrestling show in New Hampshire. Oh, really? And, uh, yeah. I'll have to get in touch so, with him. Our friend Rob, by the way, he, he was in kidney failure, and he, he got a kidney recently, and, he, and he's doing great, right? Well, so after the kidney failure, he got the kidney, then he had a heart attack. Yeah. Oh, he Jesus. Quadru- uh, triple yeah. bypass or quadruple bypass. Now, Grant, this kid's only 49 years old. Yeah. And never really, like, super unhealthy, you know what I mean? He wasn't, like, I was way bigger. Than, I'm way bigger than him, you know what I mean? And uh, and then he freaking had some kind of infection, lost three toes, you know, like he's a two-toed sloth. They said, yeah. That, yeah. I told yeah. him he can only count to uh, 17 now. <laughs> or 18, whatever. You know, the, you, know, you know, the first show I ever worked on, you were on it, and, and the Boston Bulldogs, Rip and Johnny Royal, were on it. And I, I uh, It was in Chicopee. Kevin Landry ran for it Kevin. in Chicopee. Yeah. And, uh, and, I, and for some reason, I, I like, it was my first show. I, I wasn't even trained. Kevin just said, come in and, and just be my manager. I had no idea what I was doing. No clue. And... Uh, and I remember if somebody goes up, oh, first injury, and now you know after after twenty years you go oh, he'll be fine. You give him give him some ice. But back then I was like, oh no! And I remember Rob walking down the hallway holding his ribs because imagine that the twins hurt his ribs. That's weird. Those, weird, those guys weird. are so smooth. <laughs> weird, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I I would love to do this again as soon as possible, guys. Absolutely. You guys are the best. Yeah, guys, please great. subscribe to Idle Chat. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, Pocket Cast, Podcast Addict, and uh, like our pages on Facebook and Twitter, Idle Chat Podcast. And uh, forget your Instagram. Uh, oh yeah, we have a new Instagram. Yeah. By the way, for uh, look up Idle Hands Guitars. That's I D O L. Idle Hands Guitars. Bessie started that for me because you know I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna do all that shit. <laughs> I'm not. You know. John's <laughs> like, what's Instagram? What's the, the Instagram? I, funny thing is, I have an Instagram. I just never use it. Like for yeah. all of a sudden out of nowhere, I just have an Instagram. I like there was a thing on Facebook for a while. Like, like what is this? And I clicked on it, and now I have an Instagram. I have yeah. no idea how it happened. But anyway, <laughs> I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks, John. Thank you guys. Thanks for listening, guys. Talk to you next week. Thank you.